Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations with your host, Brian Frederick, here on WBFM, podcast, radio. Vinyl Vibrations is musical exploration into sounds and grooves from artists that produce their works on vinyl records. Vinyl records in commercial form date back to 1948 with the first 12-inch LPs, followed in 1958 with the first stereo LPs, and then the 1960s and 1970s, the golden age of vinyl. Even today, some artists produce on vinyl records. Music media formats have come and gone from the old reel-to-reel stereotype to the 8-track tape, to the audio cassette, the CD, the digital music file format, file sharing and downloading, and next, the music cloud. The vinyl LP has stood the test of time, very playable, durable, relative to some of these older formats. Vinyl Records captures a rich period in pop, rock, jazz, and classical music history. In each show, I explore difference makers, differentiators, things that have made the artist's work unique and timeless. I'm your host, Brian Frederick, here on Vinyl Vibrations. Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations with your host, Brian Frederick, here on WBFM Podcast. Radio. In part one of Fats Waller Piano and Organ Solos, we learned that Thomas Wright Waller was born May 21st, 1904, started playing piano at age six. His father was a reverend. By age 10, he'd learned how to play the organ at his father's church. By 14, he was playing the organ at Lincoln's Theater in Harlem. We know that Fats Waller is best known for his stride piano style. Age 15, 1929, Young Waller began his career as a professional pianist and worked local cabarets and theaters. We covered his solo recordings made between 1929 and 1939. Now, we're at 1940. Fats Waller is very popular, and he's now age 36. To give some idea of the historical context of the time in history, in 1940, FM radio is first broadcast. Intercity TV is tried for the first time. Nazi Germany is at war with France and Britain. And Japan is on the attack in the French Indochina. Later that year, the 10-year axis forms with Japan, Germany, and Italy. Today, we will hear piano and organ solo performances by Fats Waller from 1940 to 1943, during a time when America was deeply involved in World War II in Europe and in the South Pacific. Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations with your host, Brian Frederick, here on WBFM Podcast Radio. In our first segment, we look at Dancing Fool, 
This is from the album The Rarest Fats Waller, Volume 4, recorded March 1940. Dancing Fool is a vocal foxtrot. According to the sheet music, the music is written by Ted Schneider, a prolific songwriter. But Fats Waller makes this performance a solo production. According to other sheet music, this was transcribed from nine parts, the saxophone, piano, tuba, traps, violin, banjo, two cornets, and a trombone were reduced down to a single stride piano part Fats Waller performs effortlessly. No doubt, the amount of improvisation Waller adds to each verse would make it possible for the song to go on indefinitely. For example, in the LP remaster, the song's faded in, so an undetermined amount of the song is missing. Waller would have been 18 or so when this record was first being distributed. Back in 1922, there were fewer ways to experience the music, even for a gifted and classically trained musician like Thomas Waller. One could purchase the sheet music, or listen to a radio broadcast, or see a live performance, or hear the machine, like a Nickelodeon, play the song. It's very likely that Fats Waller could hear the song once and then transcribe it in his head and play the song out by ear. He makes it sound natural to his stride piano style. Fast forward to March 1940. Waller is now 36. For this recording, Waller's rendition is more like a ragtime with a slower stride left hand and less like the faster foxtrot. It has a very similar cadence, in fact, to Joplin's Maple Leaf Rag from 1899. A musical influence from Gershwin, perhaps? A Gershwin-esque sound in the song's choruses from Rhapsody in Blue. Gershwin's influence is certainly possible. Rhapsody was published in 1924. And now, without further ado, Dancing Fool, Solo Piano.
Touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations with your host, Brian Frederick, here on WBFM, podcast, radio. Thank you. 
Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations with your host, Brian Frederick, here on WBFM, podcast, radio. That was Honeysuckle Rose, a Fetzwaller composition, recorded on May 13, 1941, and remastered in 1956 by RCA Victor Records to a vinyl LP titled Fetzwaller and His Rhythm, A Misbehaving. Fetzwaller composed Honeysuckle Rose in 1929 and first recorded it in 1934. Waller's 1934 recording was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame in 1999. It has been performed widely by notables like Count Basie, Louis Armstrong, Benny Goodman, Willie Nelson, Thelonious Monk, to name a few. And before that, we heard Dancing Fool, music by Ted Snyder, 1922, recorded March 1940, and remastered into a vinyl LP titled The Rarest Fats Waller, Volume 4. Next up is Ring Dem Bells, composed by Duke Ellington in 1930. This piano solo was recorded May 13, 1941, and found on the album Handful of Keys, Fats Waller and His Rhythm, remastered to LP by RCA Victor and released in 1957. The song features Waller at his finest, playing a blues sound in a major key. And now, Ring Dem Bells, a Fats Waller piano solo.
Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations with your host, Brian Frederick, here on WBFM, podcast, radio. Here's some wallet jive. Look out. that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations with your host, Brian Frederick, here on WBFM, podcast, radio. That was Waller Jive by Fats Waller, a piano solo recorded September 1943. The song is a blues vamp played in a major key and it was found on the LP Fats Waller, Last Testament, 1943. This LP is remastered from a 78 disc by Alamac Recording Company. Fats makes it sound so effortless to play it as if he could play it with both hands tied behind his back. And before that was Ring Dem Bells, a Fats Waller piano solo recorded May 13, 1941. is Hallelujah, also found on the LP, Fats Waller, Last Testament, 1943. Fats Waller's interpretation of what the sound should be is found in this song. It's a raucous, high-speed, stride piano example, complete with all of Fats Waller's trademark sparkle and enthusiasm. And now, Hallelujah. And now, Vincent Yeomans, Hallelujah, and don't fall off now, it's from the deck.
man. Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations with your host, Brian Frederick, here on WBFM, podcast, radio. And now, the finale of the first act in my show, Early to Bed. Look out, boys. There's Jason there in Martinique. Watch out. episode, in fact, Walter Jive, Hallelujah, and Martinique were recorded in September 1943, and that was just three months before Waller's death. Waller had gone overseas in the 1930s, and by 1943 he had been in several Hollywood pictures. He had toured U.S. military service camps and was in very high demand for appearances and performances. Waller and his manager boarded a train in L.A. in December 1941, headed home to New York for some long-deserved rest, but Waller, being completely exhausted, complained of being very cold. Their train was stopped near Kansas City to get a doctor, but it was too late. Thomas Fats Waller was dead at the young age of 39 of pneumonia. sneak into the Lincoln Theater on 135th Street in Harlem after school hours to play organ at the intermission. Walter's musical idol was James P. Johnson, another pianist-composer whose recording career began, along with Fats Waller, in the 1920s. traditional spiritual circa 1870 U.S. and recorded September 1943 
And now, the organ solo, Sometimes I Feel Like a Motherless Child. And now, boys, here I am at this grand organ over here. I want you to enjoy this because sometimes I feel like a motherless child. And here it is. people are doing. I'd love to be doing it with them.
Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations with your host, Brian Frederick, here on WBFM, podcast, radio. Next up is Bouncing on a V-Disc by Fats Waller. bit about V-Discs in the song title. V-Disc recordings were recorded from 1943 until 1949 during the Second World War, but not for the record company like RCA Victor. In the 1940s, V-Discs were 78 RPM discs that were pressed for the United States military. There were Army issue V-Discs and there were Navy Marine issue. They were not sold commercially. V-discs were strictly for the enjoyment of American servicemen overseas, and many well-known jazz artists expressed their patriotism by donating recordings to the V-disc program. And a program it was. There was the V-disc phonograph, a wind-up player in a rugged trunk enclosure. There were even V-disc phonograph needles, bags of 100, selected expressly for the use with V-discs. Sadly, Waller did not live long enough to see the end of World War II. This material was recorded at a studio session in September 1943, only three months before Waller's death. Fats Waller set up that September session for the sole purpose of providing V-disc recordings to the program, and those recordings turned out to be his final studio performances. This song was found on the 1956 remaster LP by Jazz Treasury, and now... Bouncing on a V-disc by Fats Waller. Yeah!
this. Yeah! Come on, give it to me. Bouncing at the females. Yeah. Touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations with your host, Brian Frederick, here on WBFM, podcast, radio. That was Bouncing on a V-Disc by Fats Waller, one of his final recordings, 1943. And that's it for today's show, Fats Waller Piano and Organ Solos, Part 2, on Vinyl Vibrations. Stay subscribed for more episodes of this free podcast. This is your host, Brian Frederick, saying, see you on the next podcast episode of Final Vibrations. Fats Waller Solo Piano and Organ Part 2 on Final Vibrations with your host, Brian Frederick, here on WBFM Podcast Radio. <laughs>